Welcome to RPG Cast episode 708 for the week of January 20th, 2024. I'm Chris Pervitt here bringing you this week's update on our POE adventure. That's right. I'm now running Mana Righteous. F- oh, nobody. Oh, everyone just unsubscribed. Oh. Nobody wants to hear your POE shenanigans. Oh. Kelly Ryan, can you save us from the POE shenanigans? Um. I I don't know. Should I bring up cats? That that's the other thing we uh, annoy the other people thing we with. do, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want annoyed nerds in a theater this week? Um, yeah. But, but first, let's ask Josh Carpenter. Hi. Hi. Have you I'm been playing Path of Exile or dealing with cats? Uh, I deal with cats. I don't play Path of Exile. Okay. That qualifies you for being on this show. So good. Congrats. I thought you just dealt with cat. Uh, he, he's enough trouble for multiple. Okay. You are the other cat. We we established this in our Discord conversation. Yes, we did. <laughs> I, th- I think it, that is truly the way he sees me. The 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 other cat that has figured out how to feed himself. Well, it's another week. I hope everyone's <laughs> January of RPG ness city has been good. Yeah, we're almost through the dead zone and back into game releases, aren't we? You're just waiting for the new Yakuza game, aren't you? Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's wrong with that? No, just just confirming, that's all. Yeah, um, hope anybody wasn't looking forward to playing the game again with all their stuff, unless they spend extra on the, the digital well, deluxe edition. If you or... like the game, of course you'll buy all the DLC up front with, without waiting for a review, right, Kelly? Sure. Yeah. Sorry. Right, so, I'm, what's going I'm, on I'm, with that? <laughs> uh, so, they lo- they locked the new game plus behind. Basically, in the standard version of the game, it doesn't have to play game plus. You have to either get the uh, deluxe edition or ultimate edition. And of course, there there's a chart. <laughs> it tells you what all DLC all each of the, the best with. releases yeah. have a chart accompanying them. With a decoder ring. That's how you know Yakuza has made it to this the big isn't, time. They have a chart. This man. isn't that bad. I saw the chart. It was just of three versions and three columns. Like, usually there's, you know, variations of pre-order bonuses between the various stores and how to put all that stuff together if you don't want to pre-order all the versions. Yeah. So this is not too bad. But what did they no, lock but- behind their digital? Well, like, um, the big thing is the New Game Plus, And, I mean... There are plenty of games where, like, okay, I play it from beginning to end and I'm just, like, done with it. But the Yakuza games are ones where it is one where even I sometimes come back to it. It's um, because the new game plus just kind of, like, once you finish the game, it unlocks everything so that you can go back and you can still do all the... You can do all the little side, uh, all the mini games, and you can go back and do any side quests that you miss. So if you hear about like some weird, crazy side quest that was back in Chapter 8, you can kind of go back and go and do uh, some of the side quests that you miss. That's stuff I've done before. And so if you are you don't have the New Game Plus, you can't do that without playing a whole nother game from the get-go. 
explained it to me like that, I understood the outrage completely because when I hear New Game Plus, I think, okay, you're starting over, but all your stuff carries over. Not that you're basically in unlock in-game mode. Right. That kind of sucks that they did it like that, and I don't understand. Well, I understand why they would do it like that because they they want more money, but it's still kind of lame. It is. It is. It's it's quite lame that they're doing that. Because that, that's part of the thing. Like, when you get done with the game, like, that would, for me, that would be one of the main reasons I'd want to come back, either to, like, do one of the little mini games again or, like, finish off some of the side quests that, you know, like, you know how it is. Yakuza mm-hmm. games are really long. You might be, get to a point where you're like, okay, I just want to finish the main story and kind of move on to the next game, but I might want to come back later and do some of the goofy side stuff. Yeah. And it sucks that you can't do that. And and blocking basic features behind that, it's like, well, what's what's next? Are they gonna lock more save slots behind? Uh, uh, and, and I mean, now? It, and at the same time, like you have control of the save system in Yakuza, so I mean, it's one of those things you can still get around it. You have your save file right before the, you know, the final little boss uh, part. So I mean, you could still do that, but then like, what what what's the point then? Like, what are they? Why are they doing that? It's such a it's such a ticky tack little thing. <laughs> I mean, I I usually like to play devil's advocate when it comes to behind paywall stuff, especially if it's just dumb stuff like cosmetics. But when it's basic gameplay features, I I get a little pissed. Yeah. But 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 yay! Uh, New York is coming out soonish. Did it, I saw that you'd finished uh, Gaiden. I did. I finished that. That was I was sick over the Christmas break, so I didn't play as much as I would have liked. But I did finally get around to finishing Gaiden. That one, it is very much, you know, like I don't think my thoughts changed too much. It, it's a very mid-tier Yakuza game. The combat's really good. That castle that they have, which kind of includes this big, huge fighting coliseum and kind of like side story that revolves around that is a lot of fun. Um, but the side quests just aren't that awesome you know there were like one or two that kind of stood out and were fun but it didn't have the the same sort of like silly the the same number of fun side quests that a yakuza game normally really has but then again like the main story um of kiryu's little side story i mean once i got to the end even even a you know an old (laughs) crusty guy like me was kind of like tearing up at the end of that that story it was just heartbreaking um so and touching so i'm i'm looking i'm all i'm caught up i'm ready to go into the to the next one and so you know like i got done with that and i'm like okay you know i've got a couple of weeks here before um before uh the like a dragon uh infinite wealth comes out and i don't want to start anything big and we just we had just done that uh, that that feature about like resolutions for this year, and one of the things on there was like get get around to some of my you know some of the stuff that's been sitting on my backlog forever, and so I'm like okay I need a need I want a short game let's 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 kill two birds with one stone short game off of the back off of the backlog, and so I picked up Banner Saga, and I am realizing now oh. I'm like a decade late to this game. <laughs> you are a bit late, and um, I don't know if they're short. But I guess they are. It depends if you uh, want to try and min-max for a good ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a less depressing ending. <laughs> so it is 
Yeah, the at least looking on uh, how long to beat, they're they're like ten to fifteen ish hours to play through. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you could spend a lot of time if you're trying to uh, trying to get a, a less bad ending. Um, it is the 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 story is and setting is very inspired by North mythology. You have humans, you have these like giant creatures that are called varls, and you have this like ancient race of the dredge. That that everybody thought was extinct and is kind You're of coming only in the back first to kill game, right? everybody. Yeah, I'm only. Okay, in the there's more game. races, but all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, have you played it, Chris? <clears throat> uh, I played the first one and I meant to play two and three and just never got around to it because it's so <laughs> depressing. And it's like I don't yeah. know if I can deal with this. <laughs> That's what's kind of kept me off that series too, because they're supposed to be very good games. I know Sam said that she adores them. And it's just, I, I feel like I'm never going to be in the mood to play it because I don't really like playing stuff that's too depressing, especially if I'm, you know, the wrong game at the wrong time can send me into like a full mental breakdown. Oh, no. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it is definitely, you know, like as you're playing the game, the, the whole thing centers around like these different um so you've got one group of people, it's the Varls, who, these Varl lords who are, like, trying to escort these the humans to their capital to kind of, like, uh, seal an alliance between the two kingdoms. And so you have this one group that's just kind of, like, traveling along, and you uh, are doing, you, you, your, your column is just kind of moving along the map, and as it moves, you are... Um, basically things just kind of pop up and it's mostly text and you know, you'll, you'll get, you'll get a little bit of nugget of story and then you'll have to make a choice. And the choices, yeah, are very much ones where the, the consequences are people very well may die and it won't necessarily be um, absolutely clear. Like what is the best choice? You just kind of have to there do isn't. your best. Yeah. <laughs> They're all bad, Chris. I I guess sometimes they're not all bad, but by the end of that game, it is just, oh boy, there's a marathon at the end of that game that you can't avoid, and that is, um, you can't mm, just be ready to deal with consequences. Things are going to happen, and you're not going to like them. <laughs> you know, when you describe it the way you did, Josh, it almost kind of sounds like Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. It is. It is kind of like Oregon Trail, only with some uh, strategy battles kind of interspersed yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. So some of the the things that will happen, like I, I was traveling along, you have the one caravan going along, you get prompted with this thing, like this dredge has just like popped out of nowhere and has knocked one of the 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 wagons in your caravan, and it's now teetering on the edge of falling off of a cliff. And a bunch of your people go over to to uh, try and save it because this is like one of the treasure wagons that has a bunch of your money in it. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to – my first choice is like, okay, let's run in and try and save it. And then, then it tells you like, um, you're still starting to slide off. You know, like despite your best efforts, the, 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 the wagon is still like eking toward the edge and – your, then your next choice is like, oh, crap, you know, like I've already had a bunch of people die on me. Um, maybe I just yell at everyone to just let it go. And then it go, goes and tumbles over the edge and everybody's like, why the hell did you let our treasure go over the 
the the the cliff and i'm like because i didn't want you people to die do you not know people die in this game (laughs) but then even that choice still plays in as you go along like you keep getting story beats like i a little bit later on i was getting stuff that people were deserting my party to try and (laughs) sneak back and steal some of the uh steal some of the the treasure that I left behind because like your choice, even after it falls down into the cliff is like, okay, you can just stop your entire caravan and try and recover all of the, uh, recover all of the treasure. But it tells you like, oh, hey, you're going to be exposed here. You're in this terrible place and you might get attacked by more of the dredge. And it's like, okay, I think I'm maybe. No, there's I no might about on. that. If the game tells you that you will be. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was my assumption. Like, like if it's telling me I'm I'm exposed here, like I'm going to get attacked. All right, I better move on. But then the next uh, beat in the story is like, oh, hey, some of your people are deserting to go back and try and steal some yep. of that treasure. And then yeah. you have to you decide. You can't like, win in this yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> but all of your choices still feel like they actually have consequence, which is what makes it fun. You know, mm-hmm. like, OK, I am who know, you know, how, how, how I need to find that? a guy that's like. Here's the hundred percent happiest ending walkthrough. Least bad. <laughs> Least bad walkthrough. Because <laughs> uh, I was one. gonna, I was Go gonna ahead. ask: Are you just living with your choices in this run, or are you trying to min max? No, no, no. I'm just trying to just play it straight and live with whatever happens. Happens. I've already had several people die, and it's just like, okay, I'll live with it. <laughs> it feels like that's what you should do in this game. At least on a first time. I try to keep the main characters alive. Yeah. So they can die later. <laughs> so they can be around to help me when, you know, when I have to, you know, get to the be- the, the later bosses. Mm-hmm. So they can die at that point, right? They're, oh, Josh, you don't know what you're in for. <laughs> it's fun so far. I mean, the, the strategy gameplay isn't... Uh, it, it's a smaller uh, sort of uh, strategy RPG, so you just... Every at least so far, every single one I've had is just like a straight grid, and so the the varls are larger. They're like they take up like four by four on the grid. Humans are only a single one, and then the enemies have kind of like a mix of bigger and smaller uh, enemies. And so like the bigger ones tend to have they use both like a health and an armor, and so you always have to decide like it, especially with your regular attacks. Like, okay, am I going to go after taking off their armor or I'm going to go after their health? And so a lot of the enemies, like, you can't do very much damage to them unless you damage their armor first. And so you have to kind of, like, strategically use, like, your Varls will often be able to, like, do more damage even without having to, like, attack the uh, armor first. But, like, you might be better off, like, whacking off the armor so that then your humans can kind of actually go through and do some damage to some of the enemies. So you have to kind of like balance the strategy comes in like balancing that sort of stuff and protecting like your ranged units from being attacked. Like it it still has a, a decent bit of core of, of of strategy there, despite the maps themselves not adding too much to it. But like the gameplay, like I, I can see why it was really well liked, like the story and the characters are interesting. Some of the characters are like, um, you know, like frustrating and annoying in a in a fun way and it it can be fun to just be like okay this guy is being annoying as crap and he'd give you the option like hey you can just punch this guy and i'm like okay i'm just gonna punch this guy (laughs) like shut up (laughs) 
<laughs> we're moving. <laughs> that won't have consequences. I'm sure that wasn't a terrible choice. Oh yeah, of course. I'm sure he'll be pissed and like, you know, leave me or, or abandon me at the most inopportune time. But I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with that kind of stuff. It's great, man. I wish it wasn't quite so depressing so that maybe you would play it, Kelly. Yeah, no, I mean, I want to give it a shot at some point, and I, I, I know game. Some games can be depressing because it's always sounded like an interesting game to me. And plus, I think you can get the whole trilogy on sale for pretty oh, yeah. cheap on, during oh, some yeah. sales. Also, so. it's beautiful. By it the is. way, <laughs> it's the like done. The artwork is gorgeous. Yeah, they got like some animator from old Disney movies or something like that. I forget how it worked, what the story was like, or at least the art style is similar to that. And it's just freaking beautiful. Mm-hmm. As the little caravan crosses the 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 beautiful little cartoon drawn terrain, it's it's what really. What is that nice, studio yeah. doing now? Is that Versus Evil or they... is that someone else? Um, uh that uh, it's stoic and they're stoic. working on okay. like a a for like a co-op Fortnite? Uh, rpg no they're working on a co-op <laughs> rpg that's going to be uh xbox exclusive it's supposed to come out this year oh okay but also north norse mythology things are totally by jam so this is uh, this well, is 100 well, percent a ragnarok story by the way yes yeah yeah well, if Norse mythology is your jam, like the, the depressing stuff shouldn't bother you that much because it can often be quite, quite down and depressing, can it, Kelly? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. basically every Varl is a, you know, a hair metal rock band person. Yeah. With horns oh, okay. coming out of their head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You'll like the aesthetic. Maybe. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think so, Kelly. You definitely would. I will put this on my wish list. Put put it on there and 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 save it for a time when you're when you're in a good upbeat mood. <laughs> so <laughs> this can, can ruin it. You, <laughs> you you need the happy mood for this to kind of like balance you out to medium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy, um, I haven't ruined. <laughs> Uh, would Final Fantasy VII Remake not be considered a heart-healthy game, or is that just on hard mode? <laughs> Definitely on hard mode. It's not a not a heart-healthy game, I would think, right? Yeah, because um, I'd been still p- kind of picking at that. I'm I'm finally at Walmart. Um, I, I just cannot get over how beautiful that game is. The the spot where you're looking over Walmart and and that one place where um. You're meeting with that guy with the baseball cap whose name is escaping me that t- tells you that how to get into Don Conejo's mansion and how that looks like a that that's just like this in an old game would have been a beautiful hand painted vista, but then the fact that you can actually like go through that area and all it just kind of expands out with all the beautiful lights and stuff i I was just in awe of how awesome that looked and what a what a pain all of Walmart must have been to put together, you know, all, all of the like the different boxes and neon lights and just, <laughs> I, I'm just fascinated by how good this game looks. Mm-hmm. guys. I, I, and, seeing, and you're playing it even on steam deck. So it still yeah. looks, they, they managed to like make it still look great even on steam deck. Yeah. Um, I only get stutters on occasion when it's like, um, going into some of the more intense battles. Uh, but for the most part, 
you know, the game, the game still looks amazing and kind of seeing it a little bit close up on the small screen is a bit letting me appreciate the details a little bit. Hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, I am currently trying to figure out how to get into Don Conejo's mansion and um, haven't. Well, I, I'm a I'm in the Coliseum bit of that getting ready to fight the giant house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's favorite enemy. Yeah, that that was a regular enemy in the original game. No, it's and a they made it feature a boss. boss. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I had to when I when I got to that part of it, I, I had to like you know message you and be like, why why the hell am I fighting a house? Is this does this mean something? And I just don't know. And you were like, yes, like, yes, yes, because yep. it's a fan favorite enemy from the original. Deal with it. <laughs> I was like, Man. I figured it had to be, but it didn't make any confused. sense originally. Now we're just leaning into it. Gotcha. Fan favorite in air quotes because that was a party wipe when you ran into it. Ooh. Yeah, I was always over leveling. Yeah. Um, because you ran into it in that bit when you're going from Eris's house to Wall Market. Um so yeah, I've I've still been playing that. I've still been playing Atelier Riza. Um I just now got to the giant portal where you go into the other world, Chris. If yeah. you remember, I yeah. sure do. It's um, a big part of that game. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and I'm taking. I feel like I'm taking so long to get through this game because every time I get new stuff, it's like, oh, I want to go back to the atelier and see what I can make with this. Yeah, and, that's the fun part of that game, and I feel like that got nerfed some in the second. And then they give you this item to where you can put items into uh, this bottle and make micro worlds to get materials as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I need to look up codes for people that have generated like um, material worlds with really rare stuff. Um, yep. Did you play with any of that? I did not. I didn't really. Actually, I don't remember now that I think about it. I may have. I may have done oh. a little bit of that to get some rare things, but I didn't need to too much. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, it's it's basically like their kind of random dungeon generator. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks it it looks like it could be something really fun to play with. Actually, you know what it is? It's this game's equivalent of the item world from Disgaea. Hmm. Now that I think about it. I mean, not as not as expansive or as crazy, but yeah. Well, that could be a good thing because the item world is kind of intimidating to me in Disgaea. Oh, <laughs> it's not so bad once you um, get the hang of it. The hard the hard part about the item world is getting those maps that where there's one person that or there's one enemy left that you just cannot get to, and pretty much ruin your perfect run. Oof. Um, but Chris, yeah. I, I also I also got sucked into a vampire survivors clone. Oh no! I I think I might have talked about this last week. Uh, on the Steam sale, I picked up a bunch of them and just kind of I, I picked the only one that isn't in early access at the moment, which is Soulstone Survivors. Mm-hmm. And this game has me in its clutches. I've played Uh, a little bit of that. I got bored with it. It was a bit grindy, but um, I did like it. Yeah, it it is incredibly grindy. And the thing, what what 
I like about this one is that I feel like Vampire Survivors kind of kind of gets boring after a while because once you get your good build, you can just sit there and literally read a book while you're farming items and stuff. Mm -hmm. This one, you are not sitting still. There's no way you can sit still. As a matter of fact, um, there's a button in the game that has you turn down your own graphic effects so that you can see all the stuff that's going on because (laughs) they do little red AOEs on the ground to indicate what's coming. And there are... It kind of reminds me of Hades where the levels have different curse levels where you can add stuff like uh, you get hit by meteors every couple of minutes or um, more and more elite enemies spawn. Um, that that kind of stuff. And the, like the higher those curse levels go, like the more crap you are dodging. And if you have a character with a low movement speed, it gets hard and no, it's just like Vampire Survivors where you're picking from three powers every level and you can pick either um, your main attack powers or your passive powers. And on some of those characters, if you don't prioritize your movement speed, you I don't see how you can get through some of the runs. Um, and the way the runs work in this game is that you, you go into a map and you kill like 400 enemies and then once you kill 400 enemies a boss spawns and that that keeps happening until five bosses spawn and once you kill the fifth boss you can either quit quit the match or go on to a more difficult round um and some of the curse levels uh We'll put like up to two bosses on the screen at once, and you have to kill both of them to move on to the next wave. the The final curse level puts, I think, like five bosses on the screen at once. And and bear in mind, you're killing enemies the whole time while you're doing this. So if you kill enough enemies, it'll spawn that next boss, and both of them will be on screen at the same time. And I think the maximum of bosses that can be on the screen is six. Um, but yeah, th- these bosses uh, just spam AOE attacks, so you have to like kind of get in there and take take your pot shots and then get out. And Chris, I, I stumbled upon a very broken build. Oh, um, I don't. What, what characters did you play when you played? Uh, there was the first one which I was working on maxing out, and then I unlocked some other one that was interesting, but I just don't remember at this point. Ah, so one of the base ones that you unlock very early is the Houndmaster, which has a couple of dogs that run around. Did not get that one, no. Yeah, it has a couple of dogs that run around, and then your main attack is uh, gun-type weapons. Okay. So um, the more you level up your characters, you can um, unlock a specific skill tree for those characters. Uh, so the hound mass and each skill tree has like a special ability that's unique to that particular class. So the hound master's unique ability is that um, enemies will drop meat, and um, you, you pick up the meat, and the meat makes your dogs happy. And the happier they are, the more damage they do. Um, that skill tree also has stuff that affects your damage the more summons you have on screen. And there are abilities where it'll summon um, ballistas or uh, 
uh, blood golems, or later on you can unlock the ability to summon tigers and boars. So with this character, you can have four different. You have up to six different attack abilities that you can put on that you can accept. And unlike vampire survivors, you can swap these out at any time. Uh, which I like because if something isn't working, it's like, well, I'm just going to swap with something else. But basically, my, my summon master build is four different types of summons, an AOE arrow barrage, and an ability, I think, called Swamp Strike that gets more does more damage based off of how many summons you have on screen. And so basically, you could just run circles around the bosses, let your summons take care of most of the bosses, and while you're taking pot shots, uh, just like drain the boss's health. And that's how I've got, how I've unlocked most of the really high uh, curse levels on the uh, maps. And playing that particular build is just so much fun, and I want to try to find more broken builds like that. Um, because because there's there's a necromancer class that you unlock later, later, and as you unlock more classes, um, you unlock different weapons for them. And whenever you unlock a weapon, those abilities uh can be uh, accepted on the rest of the characters, uh, depending on what kind of abilities they're allowed to have. Like all all of the mages, mage type characters can do magic abilities um all of the range type characters can do like arrow and gun abilities and and stuff like that and then you also get into the rune tree where you can equip up to five runes or it it increases the more you uh unlock achievements and stuff but basically you can equip uh so many runes that can really break the game like um one of them lets you pick five different abilities that your character normally doesn't get access to, um, which is how I let the Houndmaster have like t- tigers and boars. Oh my! And it, it's just fun playing around with different builds in this game and and seeing how broken you can make your characters. Uh, and and yeah, my my two complaints are Chris. Or one of them, basically Chris's complaint that yeah, the game is very grindy. Um, because you have to farm up materials for uh, unlocking the new weapons, and um, you have to l- level up the characters to be able to unlock these weapons. And like, I think the last weapon unlocks at prestige seventy, and that but that one particular houndmaster that I've played to kind of be my unlock character is like prestige level one forty, to give you an indication of how much I've been playing, mm. and. I think the devs are are constantly working on this game because there are several slots in the skill tree that are not populated yet so that they're going to release different classes. I mean, last I played, it was in early access, so... Is it still in early access? I can't remember. I I don't know. Look. Fallstones. Fallstone Survivors. It is 10 bucks. Um, There's also a prologue demo that you can download for free yeah i guess it is an early access can't remember what the game was that i bought one of the three uh survivors likes that i bought that wasn't in early access huh okay then um i i picked it up for like three bucks on steam sale this year so it, it provided me a lot of entertainment for three bucks let me tell you um to the point where i got i 
feel like I kind of need to uninstall it off of my Steam Deck so that I will play, be motivated to play more Final Fantasy than this. But th at the same time, this is kind of a nice uh, quick hop in at, on my lunch break and have a couple of batches and unlocks and stuff before I have to go back to work. Mm. So, um, I like the survivors likes just because they're kind of like fun, mindless numbers go up, dopamine hits. At the same time, they're so addicting that I feel like I'm not getting my, my main games like Final Fantasy VII or uh, Atelier Rise of Dawn. It's okay, though. <laughs> I know. I know. And and I really want to try that one that you were talking about, Chris, the uh, Diablo one. Yeah. Or, or no, no, Halls of Torment. Halls of Torment. Right. I need to get into all these again, but I haven't been because this silly game i play oh, also this soulstone survivors you know if halls of torment is the diablo inspired one this one looks so much like torchlight as far as the art style you know torchlight when it was good and it was supposed to be the the, the <laughs> diablo killer yes before it became a laughing stock yes i feel so bad for that series it had so much promise and then didn't it get the studio get bought by like Embracer Group or Perfect World. Perfect World. And yeah. Uh I don't know. People like uh the new torchlight, Infinite. Uh, oh. See, I couldn't remember I thought that there was one of them that came out recently that people didn't like that was I uh, all I know is I see some of the PoE streamers play Infinite as well. Maybe yeah. it came out and it was bad and it's better now, or maybe people are just starved for action rpgs so they play what they get i don't know because they got tired of diablo 3 everyone's waiting no uh, for everyone's waiting for last epic to come out for real uh 1.0 and um then poe 2 i just find it funny that uh diablo 3 was the scapegoat for the longest time and then they, they try to walk all that back with four and make it all dark and stuff and now Three is awesome, and four is the sucky one. Mm-hmm. That's the internet for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Gamers are fickle. Mm -hmm. I, I learned right. that. I learned that when Final Fantasy 15 came out, and suddenly 13 was good to people. Like a decade ago, you hated this game. Now you think it's good because you don't like the current one. Yeah. I, well, they yeah, fixed I, it. <laughs> yeah okay um so, so that's all i've played more or less um, the, the, med the medicines have helped with my heart rate a little bit though they Good. did have to, to double the dose yeah that that's um, normal and, and my uh blood work came back and there's nothing clearly wrong with the blood work so yay good there's nothing wrong there i don't know what else could be causing this I know what's been causing my heart rate to go up this week. POE? Game's done quick. Oh. It's been exciting. They had a dog speedrun a game. <laughs> How what did a dog speedrun a game? A gyromite on the original NES. Oh. He was playing the part of Rob the Robot. Oh. <laughs> he would press the, right bu the correct buttons when uh, certain things needed to come up and down. Now, his master was there with treats, right? And, you know, 
He was trained to do this, but it was great. Fun. Fun. Yeah, there you go. I... <laughs> Speedrunning dog. It's time. No, not not our dog, Vaughn. Now I really want to get rats. I want to teach them how to play video games. Oh, goodness. I, I, I'm sorry. I love my cats, but I'm just trying to teach them how to shake paws. They're, they're like, no, don't touch me, MFR. You're not like, getting. But... How is the rat going to even. No, Kelly. No. Stop it. Um, I've seen uh, TikToks of people that have taught their rats how to play Doom. Now, granted, it's a very stripped down version of Doom with one button and the imp doesn't shoot at them. But the fact that they actually learned how to do it is fascinating. Uh, Yuna in the chat says Lost Judgment Kaito is getting ran today, whatever that means. Oh, that's the Kaito DLC. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Hey, that's serendipitous. We did a backtrack about Lost Judgment this coming oh. this week. Yes. Um, consensus with it is, is it's a good game. And if you're a Yakuza fan, you should play it. And it's kind of interesting uh, playing the other side of the law. It, it, it's also one of those that's uh, good for like jumping into because it doesn't have all the baggage of the, the rest of the series, you know? Yeah, that's true, too. Um, one of these days when I ha- kind of have a lull in my backlog, I will definitely boot it up. Um, I-, I wanted to at least try to boot it up for Backtrack, but unfortunately I just did not have time because uh, there's too much awesome stuff coming out. Yes, there is. You got you got plans. Yeah. You got those Final Fantasy plans. Well, well not just that. At some point I'm going to want to get back into WoW, not only for the uh, new expansion, but the... Um, Stuff that's wrapping up uh, Dragonflight. Like, I, w- I want to go do the um, Return to Gil- Gilneas stuff, Chris. Or have you kept kept track of the WoW stuff at all? I haven't kept track of that at all. Um, they, they, they've got an event going where we're, they're, uh, take it, we're taking back Gilneas for okay. again. And the, you get a nice little dapper top hat and monocle and cape set for your efforts and a Aww. fox mount. They know how to get you, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just need to suck it up and use my gold to buy a month um, at sometime this summer and just go do that. Can we finally uh, transmog that top hat? I believe so. Okay. The, the top hat that you get with this uh, Good. particular quest. Wasn't cause that always it, the thing? You couldn't transmog the top hat? I think only Worgens could, but I can, mm. I could be wrong. But no, um, th- this particular quest, like everybody can do, because somehow that the new Forsaken chick, uh, the Menethil sister, yeah. is part of this uh, part of this little yeah. thing. Since yeah, um, that's basically how the Horde can have, cares about you know taking Gilneas back. But I remember being very disappointed when Catac- Cataclysm came out and. Gilneas wasn't made like a capital city. And and I realized that the expansion capitals tend to be pretty sparse and, and dense like Exodar and uh, Silvermoon, but I I wanted to, you know, have an auction house in Gilneas and stuff because I, I love that whole gothic aesthetic that the Worgen have. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Eventually I'm going to get backed into WoW. 
I just I just need all these awesome games to not come out, Chris. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> can, can people I, not release stuff? <laughs> I know first world problems. <laughs> well, it it doesn't help that last summer it didn't seem like there was really a lull in what was coming out. You know, usually that that summertime slump is when I kind of go, either go back to an MMO or kind of kind of go back to my game, my backlog, and that never happened. Yeah, I think this year will be slightly lighter, if nothing else, because Nintendo, I think, is kind of like wrapping up the Switch and heading towards their next whatever the Switch Two is. So Nintendo doesn't want be... you to point that out. What are you doing? <laughs> Who doesn't want you to point that Nintendo. out? Nintendo. Oh. So it'll be what slightly are, less hairy this year, I think. That was also the, part of why, why it was so crowded last year, is Nintendo was like, you know, putting out everything. Nintendo and everyone was putting out everything out on the Switch. You know, last chance, last gasp. Are, are they like putting the kibosh on people talking about Switch no, 2 stuff? No, I'm just joking. Oh. Well, I, the way you said that, I didn't know, because Nintendo can be kind of idiot that way. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so our question of the week last week was, uh, what are some low-key, low-heart-rate games for me to play? We got one answer from Strawberry X, a.k.a. Cassandra, um, who's, who's a Backtrack regular. Um, and it's kind of serendipitous because she says, if she hasn't played it before and doesn't mind going back to the 3DS, I recommend Fantasy Life. Yes, there's fighting, but it's hardly the type of combat that would raise somebody's heart rate. There are several jobs that don't involve combat, like Angler, Miner, Taylor, and Carpenter. Fantasy Life is quite a charming game. So Fantasy Life is our next backtrack. And I booted this up on my 3DS just to kind of refresh my memory about the game, because I haven't played it in almost a decade. Oh, wow. Is that Well, I guess All it's right. 3DS, so it must be that old. Yeah. 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 How did that um, go for you? I, I didn't get that far yet. I only, I, yesterday at work was kind of a hurry up and wait thing. So that's what I was doing or was trying to do while I was waiting. And then I had to hurry up more than wait, if that makes any sense. Sure so does. I, I, I didn't get really past character creation, but if I have uh, some time this weekend, I'm going to, I want to at least get some combat in before we do our backtrack, just to remember how, how the gameplay loop in that game uh, did because on, on my original th- red 3ds, I think the only two games that had a higher hour count were animal crossing and Pokemon. <laughs> I played the ever loving crap out of fantasy life. I, I yep. thought it was one of the best, one of the best 3ds games. Very much your jam. Oh Yeah. I, I mean, cr- crafting and combat and the cute level five art style and some of the songs by uh, Uematsu. It, it, that that game was just beautiful. And I cannot wait for the new one. <laughs> I, have a, I have a suggestion for you, Kelly, mm-hmm. since I just spent, uh, Lord, about like a couple hundred bucks buying this game. But it wouldn't be a couple hundred bucks for you. It would only be like 20 bucks for you. It would be to, to get Moss on the uh, oh, on the that's yeah, a, that's a that's a mostly chill game, very cool. And I just picked up a meta quest just so I could play the second one in the series. So I was just yeah. playing that last night. 
the, the only reason why I haven't touched my VR as much as I would like to is because I get so overheated when I try to play that, like not even playing a high motion game like yeah. Beat Saber. And I need I want to get a ceiling fan down here where my gaming setup is so that um, I can have a little bit better airflow. Well, we'll see. The great thing about Moss is it's not really one where you're moving around. The whole the whole idea is that you're just going to be sitting, and then the world is almost just like right in front of you, and then you can just look around and see. So there's no like up and moving and getting hot or anything like that. It's yeah. Just, you just yeah. play it sitting. It's right in front of you. So it works no. a lot better for that. Yeah, no, it, it sounds perfect. I, I I will put that on my wish list because at some point I want to boot up my my um, Oculus out. Alice just scratched me. <laughs> Your Oculus out. <laughs> yeah. Um, because that uh, the Neko Atsume game also came out for that. Oh, um, okay. And that that's just it's pretty much the the mobile game, but in three D, where you just play with cats. And since my current cat is being mean right now, um, I want to play need with a replacement. cats. Yeah. You need to know what it's like like to have an actual nice cat, right? Yeah, I mean, te- technically, I do have a nice cat. That's Lita, but she only really likes to interact like at nighttime. And she she is the hardest one to trim her nails because she is so hard to catch. And right now, her nails are horrible, and it looks like I've been uh, like raising condors or something because my arms are so scratched up. <laughs> Because she stands on, likes to stand on me and make biscuits, but when her claws are like little surgical needles, that's not fun. No. You end up with little red dots all over you. <laughs> yeah. Well, Alice just pawed at my leg to get my attention, and when they do that and I feel pain, audible pain, it's time for a nail trim for everybody. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I, I guess TLDR, yes, I, I do want to get into um, more MetaQuest stuff, and I'll, I'll check out Moss. Super cute game. Very, very cute. Highly recommend. <laughs> um, I don't know what our new question of the week should be. Hmm. Do, do, does the, the pre-order DLC ever, like, uh, dissuade you from buying a game? Like, crappy bat- bundling of DLC? Yeah, that, pre-order that's pre-order bonuses. Good, yeah, all right. That's a yeah, good question. What games have taught? What games have done a good job of getting you to not pre-order them because of their pre-order setups? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, I, I, well, yeah, because I remember famously last year I ordered um, Final Fantasy 16 specifically from GameStop so I could get the little flag patches, and. They never sent them, and they they were like, go go to a physical store to pick them up. And it's like, I, I don't necessarily want to do that because I, I've had issues that with GameStop the last time trying to pick up my pre-order bonuses physically. So I guess that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then this year with Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, I bought the uh, deluxe edition off of Amazon. But the regular edition is an Amazon exclusive, comes with a controller skin, but I don't know if that comes with the deluxe edition on Amazon. <laughs> what? Yeah. So it just doesn't say? It doesn't say. 
if, if it comes with it, I'm going to be genuinely surprised. Yeah. And the real kicker, I'm buying two copies of this because Vaughn wants it for his birthday. So so you can't buy one of one and one of the other? Um, No, because he wanted the deluxe edition, too. <laughs> what do you so, both yeah. need the deluxe edition for? Because um, Final Fantasy VII is my favorite game ever. But is it DLC or something? What's in it? Uh, Soundtrack and art book. You can't share that? Um, not really. <laughs> we both, both kind of maintain, we maintain separate collections. You have this weird 1950s marriage where she owns the bottom half of the house, I own the top half of the house, and we're happy that way. Because <laughs> it might be day, says Vaughn. <laughs> Fine. Been, uh, All right. You know in, what, the, Kelly, you know what you need to do then? You have uh-huh. to buy three copies. One to keep in the shrink wrap? No, two deluxe editions, one normal edition. Oh. <laughs> A fourth copy for the shrink wrap, because you need well, to open uh, those other ones. Well, not just that. I'm taking that day off, and I even considered getting the uh, digital version, too, just so that I could um, play at 11 o'clock on Wednesday. <laughs> I hate oh, you, Kelly. Lord. Kelly, <laughs> you have a problem. I know. <laughs> See, last, last time I did that, it was justified because we were having a pandemic. <laughs> uh-huh. Now and it's I, a disorder. <laughs> <laughs> now it's, um, Kel, you're spending too much money on video games. Like, shut up, I know when to quit. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> But also, I I save money every month, and I've never like done this as opposed to not paying rent or electricity or buying cat food. So, yeah, you could for, you for, keep justifying it all you want, Kelly. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I, I'm trying to let the audience know that even though I know I have a video game problem, I have never uh, put it over the priorities. Because unfortunately, because you have cats. an even bigger cat problem, is what you're telling us. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I I just bought them a new litter box this week. Aww. That was uh, um a not cheap stainless steel. You have one, a but... new place for your poo. Uh my babies, they need to poo. Well, part of why I did this was because I thought Walmart discontinued the um, elastic sifting liners that I had on their mm-hmm. uh, additional box. Mm-hmm. And surprise, they had them back in stock this week. Hey! But that they needed a bigger uh, secondary box anyway, so I just kind of bit the bullet on that. But but my, my, my point being, Vaughn <laughs> and I have family members that have bought video games instead of paying their rent before, and Oh, don't that's do that. Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, just play I'm, something I'm old. To, <laughs> I'm trying to let the audience know that, yeah, me and him, while we buy spend a crap ton of money on a lot of stupid stuff, we don't do shit like that. Great. Plus, plus, plus you know, double, double income, no kids. Mm-hmm. That that helps mm-hmm. too. Yeah. <laughs> well, help, Chris, you understand that you're just, you're in the same, the same position. What am I doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've spent years um getting rid of the excess of collector's editions in the basement that we don't need anymore after finally coming to terms with that we don't need them anymore. 
Oh, I take so still, long to dig yourself out of it. <laughs> I still do collectors editions for game for series that I absolutely adore, like Disgaea and mm-hmm. Final Fantasy and stuff like that. And even then, you notice that I didn't do the four hundred dollar collectors edition on the Square Store. What are you waiting for, Kelly? Because even though I loves me some Sephiroth, I don't really have space for that statue. Now, if it would have been a Red Thirteen statue, I would have been screwed. <laughs> but I, I, I digress. All I'm hearing is it's time to invest in more statue space. Woo! Uh, and I, I need to figure out what I'm going to do with the Lego space. Oh, uh, well, um... So, so yeah, TLDR, uh, what makes you not want to buy a spend money on a collector's edition? Leave your comments on the show thread on rpgamer.com. Make space. Your Bishi Husbando deserves it. There you go. Uh, my, my Bishi Husbando sleeps in a bed with me because he's my baby and I love him. We're talking about Frankie? No, Bond. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But Frankie too. <laughs> uh huh. Um, what are we talking about now? Goodness. I I guess we need to get into the news. <laughs> so are you guys uh, into Toho RPGs? No. Not at all. Ah. <laughs> uh, they they announced uh, Toho Dungeon Maker and Marissa of Liar Top Mountain. Um, this is developer unknown X. Um, so Marissa of Liartop Mountain uh, is about a girl searching for um, somebody, and it's meant to emulate tabletop gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, it I'm it more looks cu- like a tabletop game. I mean, even the characters just hop along. I'm I'm more curious about the Toho game one because it's a mix of tower defense, dungeon management and roguelike with RPG elements. The gameplay looks like plants versus zombies, but uh magical girls versus magical girls. <laughs> Does that make any sense? <laughs> sure. Yeah. In the, in the Toho sense, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cuz the, the game it showed the gameplay and it was just there, there's a line of girls and there's girls coming towards girls and fighting them. And it's all in kind of a neat pixel art style. And it's like, okay, this looks interesting. This, this looks is like what gets you fun. into Toho, Kelly? Yeah. Girls versus girls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that Toho always is way. girls versus girls, though. Yes. So, yeah. Um, they just announced there's no idea when they're going to be out. But the, the second one looks fun. The first one, I, I wasn't really impressed by the tape, tabletop art style, but that's okay. Um, oh, it's an unusual I, mix because it's the characters are very obviously tabletop characters, but the environment wasn't. So it was kind of an odd mix for me. Yeah. Um, so Pokemon Scarlet and Violet put out a, a DLC epilogue um, as kind of a final little thing for the um, the Teal Mask and uh, Azure Disc DLC that came out. And you play this through this epilogue and you get a new mythical Pokemon named Petcherunt. Is that what I have on screen here? It's so weird looking. So I played through this little DLC chapter last night. Yeah. And 
basic well to initiate it you have to get a mystery gift from online first um to get a or you have to use the mystery gift functionality to get a special berry to start this event and this pokemon is basically turning people into sort of zombies by giving them mochi <laughs> okay yeah. sure and it, it he makes sort of, magical mochi yeah and it sort of plays out like a low-key horror movie because they're they're trying to it starts out with them trying to find the remote and then one of the girls turn, turns around and her eyes are purple and she's going mochi mochi and starts dancing like a chicken and as more and more people get possessed, they get kind of treated more and more like they're zombies. And then the it kind of ends with um, b- being chased by these mochi zombies. Uh, and you, you know, go go catch the Pokemon that's causing this and they all turn back to normal. But it, oh, you don't shoot of, all the people. No. I was going to I was hoping Pokemon would finally be like, we we don't like Pokemon violence, but you can kill all the people you want. <laughs> No, but Zombie there's a game. Shooter, that would be an interesting turn. There's another game for that. Yeah, I don't apparently. Know if have a new story about it, but and the little the song that plays it's in the trailer on our website. By the way, the song that plays while this is going on is kind of catchy, but also just kind of adds to the horror horror uh, aesthetic vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kind of reminded me of a more upbeat version of Lavender Town that, you know, won't give you headaches. So I, I recommend if you guys, if anybody bought the uh, DLC for Pokemon Scarlet or Violet, definitely do this um, do this little epilogue partially because I think it's going to be time limited since the uh, trigger for it is a mystery gift. And they only leave those up for so long. Mm. But also, it's just kind of a fun little side story, and you get a unique Pokemon out of it that's like on par with Mew and Celebi, and you know, those ones that don't stick around for very long. So, Ooh. yay! Yay! Mm. Um, we also got a new Final Fantasy Rebirth trailer that's like a minute long and kind of goes into or shows a little shows off a little bit more Sephiroth. Very little. <laughs> yeah, and they also gave us Get this, new... he walks into some flames. <laughs> it, it's almost as if that's an iconic shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we also got some new images that show off like uh, Yuffie's abilities as well as um, Kate, Kate sets. It hurts me to say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they they even released. I don't know if we have them. Yeah, they they released some screenshots that mimic the uh, the character images that were in the original game. That that one with Ketchi standing in the fireworks in the background was my wallpaper on my PC when I was a teenager for the longest time. If you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and, and it's kind of neat seeing it re- redone in HD. And it's like, I thought that that original image looked cool. And it, it being up with the characters having fur and how bright it is now is just. <laughs> is it this one, Kelly? I, no. Um, mm. um, go go to the last image in the carousel. Okay. The Yuffie one is the, yeah, that one. That I had that as a wallpaper for the longest time, but the original one. And the next to the last one is uh, the Yuffie one that mimics that same 
image too. I think it was called the key art of all the characters. Mm-hmm. So yay. Um comes out on February twenty-ninth. I am see how many many more days do we have left? I I lost count. I'm surprised you don't have it month memorized. Yeah. Yeah. So you got one month for uh like a dragon, Kelly. That's yep. a lot. <laughs> That's a lot to fit into a month. I mean, I I'm going to tr- try to finish it. If I don't, it'll just get set aside. At least it's easy to kind of pick up back up Yakuza games again. Yeah. Um I Oh, just too many good games at the beginning of the year. It is crowded. Very lucky I don't care about like Tekken and some of the other stuff that's also smushed in up here. Yeah, and that that's exactly why I kind of made the decision to wait on Persona 3 Relo- Reloaded because even though I kind of want to play a new version of that, I'm just I'm not going to have time. And that it ain't going was, nowhere. You've played it before. Yeah, and it's it's probably going to be like 40 bucks or 50 bucks by the end of the year. If not less. If yeah, if not less. Um does anybody does anybody care about a game made by former former CD Project Red veterans called Rebel Wolves? No. Um, maybe if I, if I knew anything more than just this one piece of artwork. Yeah. You know, in hindsight, I probably should have told this story. <laughs> They're making a new so, game. Yep. It's called so Dawnwalker. Split off and making a new game. Yeah. The studio yeah. is Rebel Wolves. The game is Dawnwalker. That's all oh, we know. Okay. And we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> um, we have a Fate Samurai Remnant demo available. Oh. Mm. Available on PC, PS4, and PS5 and Nintendo Switch. And this is the latest title in the Fate multimedia franchise. And this particular game is uh, set in the Cayenne Edo period, Japan. Okay. I don't know what kind of game it is, though. Uh, well, it's RPG? Omega Force, so I assume so, yeah. Muso-ish. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. download the demo and find out. Yeah. Save data transfers to the full version. Yay. Demo is on PC, PS4, and PS5, and Switch. So, Yun's sword, Mist Behind the Mountain, gets a physical release. And I, I saw this when I was reading the story. I was like, oh, there's a little resin statue of a kitty cat that looks so cute. I didn't realize that this was the game that Pascal gave a 1.5 out of 5. <laughs> you better really like that statue. You also got a soundtrack CD, a wall scroll, um, a download card for the soundtrack. So what's up with that? Um, a collector's edition box, a clipboard standee, chipboard standee, excuse me. And of course, the game. Is the soundtrack download code for all the people who, you know, like don't have CD players anymore to actually rip it? I guess. Um, Disgaea doesn't do physical soundtracks anymore. No idea. Tell Um, me about Unicorn Overlord. What's new? We've got classes. Okay. Um, Yeah. So let's see. We have the... I, I'm always amused when they use unconventional names for classes. We have the House Carl, mm-hmm. has excellent physical attacks, but uh, and can lower enemy physical defense and do a follow up attack. So this this is like what basically the knight. Oh, it doesn't matter. But 
uh, house Carl. That's like the get, stay in the house Carl meme from Walking Dead. <laughs> uh, we've got the gladiator who's your attacker, our arbalist who has the crossbow, cleric, healer, wyvern knight. Um, they ride this, a dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, elven fencer, shaman, werewolf, featherbow. They fly. <laughs> Um, a lot of people are saying this game is giving them Fire Emblem vibes, especially after the classes were announced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I I have this on pre-order. I I cannot wait to try it out. But I I am a huge Vanillaware stand, so. It looks a lot like the Vanillaware game that we didn't get that came out on the PSP. Oh yeah, Grand not Grand Blue Fantasy. Grand Knights, uh, yeah. history or whatever, yeah. Yeah, so you can look forward to that. Um, we've got the Library of Runa coming to Switch. Um, this was originally on PC and Xbox, but now it's coming to Switch. And um, it's a strategy, turn-based strategy RPG where you're playing um, a head librarian and um, p- people fight the librarians in the, with the stipulation that if they win, they get to take any book they want, but if they lose, they get turned into books. <laughs> so I have to know, do they get to pick what kind of book they turn into? Ooh. Or, or are you cursed to be like an encyclopedia? I would not be a good encyclopedia. Because if I could pick a book, book, it would definitely be Trashy Paranormal Romance. <laughs> <laughs> That's my band name in college. <laughs> um. Yeah, and the battle system revolves around using cards and dice. This, this looks like a neat game. I, I like the premise. Um, it's going to be f- f- $39.99, and there's going to be a physical and digital version. So, Oh, and it's by Arc System Works. Well, they're doing the Loke anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we've got that. We've got Persona Reload Day 1 DLC revealed. All right. What what all uh, am I going to be able to uh, what what clothing am I going to be able to put all the characters in, Kelly? So you've got the Persona Five uh, Phantom Thieves costume set. You've got the Persona Five Shujin Academy costume set. Oh, but by the way, the Phantoms the Phantom Thieves costume set amuses me because uh, the dog is just like Morgana <laughs> with Morgana coloring. So if you've ever wondered what. Doggy Morgana the, looks like. Koryamu. Yeah. If you've ever wondered what Koryamu would look like as a cat, <laughs> I I don't but think it really Morgana, helps. Morgana's not a cat. Uh, uh, we got Persona Four Golden Yasugami High School costume set. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the Royal Persona set one with all of the main characters, Personas, our Snake, Captain Kid, Zoro, all of them. We've got the Persona 2 set, which um, I think it's all of their advanced Personas that they get later in the game. Um, we've got the Persona 4 Royal or Golden Persona set um, with all of those characters' Personas. And then we've got several or two background musics from Persona 4 and 5. Um, have, did it, I don't even really think they said how much this DLC is going to be, but yeah, it's not in the story. So if, if if you're dying to have characters, your characters just like the other Persona characters, um, 
there, there you go. And and once again, no acknowledgement for Personas 1 and 2. No. We gave you those on PSP, Kelly. What what more do you want? Nobody played the PSP. Nope. <laughs> um, we've also got a physical pre-orders open for Sea of Stars. Um, this, these are uh, via I am 8-bit. I don't know if I want to pick this up or not. Um, mm, nah. There's a, a $40 one for PS4, PS5, um, both of the Xboxes and the Switch. And that's just the, the basic edition. And then um, the exclusive edition is 50 bucks and comes with a double-sided poster and a, a digital download of the game soundtrack. Which that, that game actually had a rockin' soundtrack. Um, yeah, so. Mitsuda did at least some of it, right? Yeah. Um, it also includes a retro-inspired game manual, collectible slipcase, and collectible poster, and 16 character stickers. You know, I I wouldn't use the stickers, but those would be great for um, doing pearly bead redemption, redemptions of each one. I, I said that just for uh, Matt's benefit since he listens. Okay, nobody seems excited about the Sea of Stars physical. I need to play the game, but I don't care about having a physical copy. It's on Game Pass, Chris. I, I'm i aware that it's on everything, <laughs> and I have access to it. And I'm just not playing it because I'm an idiot. Go pre-order oh, now! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'll tell you right now, it, it's not the best game in the world. Um, but if you like 16-bit RPGs, it definitely feels that ha- nails that aesthetic in both gameplay and in visuals. All right, tell me about the new um, Elder Scrolls Online expansion, Kelly. Uh, that, <laughs> I don't, I don't know because I don't play Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, continues events introduced during the Necron chapter and will feature 30 hours of main quest content. More um, content. <laughs> you go, you return to locations from Oblivion. That, that'll excite some people. Yeah. I um, feel bad. We're, we're, we're not the Elder Scrolls Online people. Yeah, no. I've played it. Yeah. I have nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm not down with all the story i don't know it all i played um the expansion that was like oblivion inspired and that was it uh was was, wasn't there a skyrim inspired expansion yeah of course there was there's an everything they've they've gone all the way around okay um i mean it's the fans like this game like it's well done it's just you know oh like good luck catching up I, I'm sure there's enough fans that it, at least uh, it obviously has stayed supported. Yeah. So that's good. I, I'm happy for them. When does it say this? Um, prior to the release of Gold Road, um, there's going to be Scions of Ithalia Dungeon DLC, which will release on March 11th. So. Yeah, they they so they do like their big expansion, and then they have like DLC packs as well throughout the year, and it's there's a whole pattern that they follow pretty closely that works out well, and you get to lots of content. Then you can either subscribe to have access to it all, or you can buy the content individually and other things. Lots cool. of options for 
keeping up with that. Um, it's also a buy to play game, so like you don't need to subscribe. So you just buy it and then play it as much as you want. Oh, yeah. Cool. And uh, yeah, it's an MMO. <laughs> as uh, Lady Death and Chat points out, it's an MMO. That's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got the giant shared world server for each platform. So you don't have to worry about what shard you're on or anything thing like that. Just play. Sounds like fun. Um, that That's all the regular news stories. Now we're into the new release dates. Um, we've got Wolong Fallen Dynasty Complete Edition announced. Um, this is the main game. This is a uh, pack that includes the main game and all three DLC packs, um, as well as new weapon types, new Divine Beasts, new stages, and new in-game content. Um, bonuses include, included in the Complete Edition are as follows. Um, Bonus equipment items, uh, records of the Grand Historium, which is an item that shows the location of the marking flags on the mini-map. I guess that must be a thing. And then Schwan Mu armor for a limited time. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right. Cool. Next. Limited armor. <laughs> Got it. Oh, uh, Warhammer game. Another one of those. Yeah, yeah we don't get those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Demon Hunt Chaos Gate Demon Hunters is coming to consoles. It was originally on PC, and this is a str- uh, strategy game. Cool. So, so if you missed it on PC, now it's going to be on consoles. All right. I don't know if it was good or not, but there you go. Hard I, to keep up. <laughs> I'm more interested in the Diablo like ones. I mean, there's right a more now. recent um, Warhammer game, uh, Rogue Trader from. Um, all cat games the people made the pathfinder ones uh, and um sounds like that's decent so that's what i should play mostly because i kickstarted it so i have a copy <laughs> um pixel noir is getting a february full release date um on uh is it coming out it'll, it'll release on february 8th it was supposed to be out on january 18th but got delayed um this is a private detective RPG with turn-based combat. It's got a neat look. Yeah. And then I thought this was really interesting. Uh, Bandletail, a League of Legends story is releasing mm, in February. Mm. They made, and it's by the same people that made a Graveyard Keeper. They made a cozy game out of one of the most toxic games in existence. But I'm Teemo is the most cozy p- character in the game so is that is that what race the bandle or bandle yeah. is yeah okay um so they're also going to have a, a collector's edition available for pre-order from riot store in north america um the collector's edition includes uh a digital code for the game a collector's edition box uh bandle's center diorama kit a hardcover art book five the art book has figures. recipes in it <laughs> Oh, that's cute. crazy. It's Five very cute. Figures. They're doing a good job on this. Uh, one of the champion figures, by the way, is the, the magic flying cat. Um, Rumble and Lulu wooden pin set, a notebook and a sticker set. And yeah, uh, <laughs> this is basically going to be like more of a farming harvest moon kind of thing. Like the, the fishing that they showed in the trailer is literally the same fishing that uh, is in um, Stardew Valley. And the game looks so cute. And the race is Yordles, by the way, not 
Bandles. Oh, yordles. Yeah, don't worry about it though. It's silly. <laughs> Hundred fifty bucks for this. Kelly? Go ahead. Say what did you say? Is this going to be a U game, Kelly? I might, I might wish list it and check it out because it does look pretty cute. Yeah. You you know I love cozy games. I know. It is officially called a crafting RPG. Ah, uh, so it's going to be like Atelier. I guess. Interesting. Is there combat? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find out, and I don't have a good sense of it. If there is one thing I do love about what League of Legends stuff I see is the uh, artwork. Mm-hmm. And don't and they have that good anime? Yeah. And I'm I'm actually kind of glad that they're making more stuff that is a spinoff of the main game. So you don't have to interact with League of Legends <laughs> yeah. chat to interact with League yeah. of Legends? Yeah. Like, I'm looking on their store right now. They're, they had another was, RPG recently, right? So I think so. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I just can't remember the name off the top of my head. But yes. Like, they have this plush of this thing that looks like a little black cat and a witch hat, and I want to know more about this. Mm. Also, is Timo a cat? No, he's a yordle. Oh. Are yordles cats? No, they're yordles. Uh, they look like cats. They're little chibi munchkin elf guys. Don't oh. worry about it. What's next? <laughs> Neptunia! Uh, uh, Neptunia Sisters versus Sisters is hitting Xbox in April. Mm-hmm. Um, this was this originally on play? Yeah, this is. It's already on Switch too. Switch and yeah. PlayStation. Well, it's uh, not already. It's coming out this week on the okay. other platforms, and now it's coming okay. to Xbox later. Well, it come. The story doesn't say so, but I wonder if it'll come to Game Pass. It. Hmm. Good question. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I assume like not having... if they're not if they're not saying it's for Game Pass. Or they haven't announced it yet. Yeah. Um, nothing like not having to pay for a Neptunia game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> or there's the just not playing the Neptunia game. All right. I've long yeah. had a policy of not paying for mana games since Secret of Mana. Um, but there's a new game coming out that's hoping to change that. Visions of Mana is set to launch in summer. Um, and I already found something I want. Look at these look at these little guys in the background. The little uh little oh, the rabbites. Rabbites. I want those. I want a I'm stack sure, of rabbites. <laughs> I'm sure those are gonna come to the North American store. Aren't, aren't rabbites that game slimes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you you attack them and they when you kill them they go whoosh, and it's all juicy and it makes your mouth water. It's like no I'm thirsty. No? Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> Rabbites. They explode in juice. <laughs> Very cute. I can realize... <gasps> it no, like I found 50... a new thing I want. <laughs> Look at this flammy plushie. <laughs> Chris, oh, you they're... just want all the plushies. I do. They, I have no they are really it. teasing with the plushies. Mm-hmm. The other two I don't care about. <laughs> Here's all the stuff that's going to be on our store for, you know... What are the what are these run for, Kelly? Are these like oh, 70, 80 bucks or more? At yes, least Sque- for these ones. Depending on the quality, Squeenix plushes tend to be expensive. I figured. All right, you can ride around a big furry dog thing. 
I'm trying to figure out um, what we actually learned in this video. Besides, there's plushies they're not giving us. There, there's a mount to ride. That's mm -hmm. the big thing. Very cute trying, looking. Are they trying to go for a more open world uh, Lana? It looks it. Yeah. With contributions from musical creators who lent their talents to previous Mana titles. So that means... <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Kikuda made one track and Shimamura made one track? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and then 98 tracks from people you've never heard. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that is all of our news. What, what's coming out, Chris? Oh, okay. Well, um, I got caught up in that video about Mana. Uh, what do we got? Oh, I found out f like four games are coming out. Only like a couple Yay! RPGs, though. Uh, actually, I'm going to pull up our site. Just make sure I didn't miss a couple that were on our sidebar. Um, yeah, we've got Neptunia Sisters versus Sister on PC, PlayStation, and Switch, right? Um, Switch, yeah. at least. Yeah. I think it was more than that. But okay, well, whatever. We got Sisters versus Sisters on something. Uh, Switch this week for sure. Maybe it's already on PlayStation. I don't know. Um, like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth is out this week. Finally, Ooh. for Windows, Ooh. PlayStation, and Xbox. We figure had, out your version. <laughs> yeah, figure out your version. Check the check the spreadsheet. <laughs> by by figure out your version, it's just go. You buy the deluxe edition. You don't have to yeah. pre-order it necessarily, but you do need to get the deluxe one if you want to get all the content, it sounds like. Lame. Uh, we've got Sheeran the Wanderer coming to the Switch, it looks like. The Mystery of Serpent Coil Island. Is which, this the remake? I don't know. Of the Vita one? You, you, no, I, this is a completely new game. Oh, new one, okay. I can't, like, I don't, The yeah. Like, when is it coming? I don't know. Like, it's supposed to be this week and one thing, but I'm having trouble collaborating it. What is this? This is a Switch release, but it's already on Switch, or is it not on Switch? I'm I'm gonna find out right now for you. I'm gonna give you the good info. Sheeran the Wanderer. Uh the Tower of Fortune and the No, that's not it, right? That's the Vita one. Well, that's the only that one Switch has listed on their eShop from twenty twenty, so that's not helpful. Ah, oh, Nintendo. So, in theory, Sheeran might be coming out this week unless something changed and I don't have good info. Because coming up with release dates is hard. You, you're not helping me out here, are you? All right. Sorry. I mean, we had a uh, story on this. Let's see if it had a date. Uh, February 27th. So, you know what? I think this entry in the release date is wrong. Mm. No Sheeran the Wanderer for you this week. You'll have to just play it like a dragon. Sorry. Uh, Lady Death in the in the chat room points out Enshrouded goes into early access on Tuesday. And you're going to ask me, what's Enshrouded? Well, it's a survival crafting action RPG. So, like everything else on early access on Steam. So, huh. you can do that if I, you want. I didn't realize that uh, like, a dr or the, like a Dragon release date was on Friday. That'll be nice. Yeah. So Sisters versus Sisters, by the way, looks like it is already on PC. So I guess it's only the Switch release this week for Sisters yeah. versus Sisters. All right. Uh, we have Apollo Justice Ace Attorney Trilogy <laughs> coming out for Windows, Switch, PS4, and Xbox. Okay, it's not an RPG, but I like the Phoenix Wright games. 
kill me. We uh, we determined that all of our knowledge of the Japanese legal system either comes from Ace Attorney or Judgment. It's probably <laughs> not an accurate representation of those of that system. No, probably not, but. A little bit of insight. Just like how Pal World is not an accurate representation of Pokemon. No, instead, it's Pokemon put into an AI art generator to make them copyright distinct and then shoved into this game where you can kill them. Wait, seriously? That stuff was made with AI art? Uh, it's what it looks like. All right. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> like, Kelly, this the problem isn't AI art here. The problem is, like, this is obviously pokemon designs right <laughs> mm-hmm. well because i've always joked that the designs in the pokemon knockoffs like nexomon looks like somebody uh asked an alien to make a pokemon or like ask your grandma what a pokemon looks like and well this is someone asked a con man to make a pokemon and said yeah. oh yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's this is this is distinct it's totally different color like okay, whatever. Anyway, so Pal World's a thing. It's not a new release this week. It came out on early access this last week, but it is the Pokemon with gun games, and people are talking about it because Pokemon with guns. Um, now, just so you know, it oh also it rips off Breath of the Wild and gives you the the Parish Glider mechanic from that. Um, and on top of that, uh, you have to grind a lot to get to the point where you'll have guns. So don't don't go by the trailers. You're gonna spend a lot of your early days running around in your underwear with a hammer trying to to gather ore so that you can actually build things and go up the tech tree and then get the guns for your Pokemon. But, uh, yeah, I have yet to hear from anybody I know personally who's played this beat. So I'm, I'm still holding out to before I go take the plunge. Um, it, it looks cool. Like if you could get all that going, Oh, by the way, you can make little, it looks like you can make sweatshop factory assembly lines and put your Pokemon to work. (laughs) Oh my god, I want to play this so bad. <laughs> that sells you on it? Pokemon sweatshops is what Kelly's looking for. Yes. Uh, light slavery is a thing in it. So there you go. Light slavery, you know. Light slavery, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not bad because it's light. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure. Uh, you can multiplayer and fly around with your mounts with your friends, and I haven't seen anybody doing that yet because everyone's like running around with hammers trying to to bonk Pokemon in the head and kill them for materials. <laughs> it's a weird game. I can't wait till it gets shut down. <laughs> Join now. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I felt like we needed a pal oral segment in here right now because it's a thing going on. <laughs> Von, why are you worried for your marriage? This because sounds you like wanna... a game that you would like too. Yeah, and the reason you want rats is so you can put them into slave labor. No, I want rats you are so going that to... I can... You're going to teach them, video games with them. Yeah, to make money. But, but I also you'll learn, you'll them. speed run this. You're going to get down to a minute 50 or you're not getting food this week. Um, uh, squeaky. Well, I had to think of what a good rat name was. Well, okay, so what I, what I want to name them, if I ever get them, oh, no. is I want to get a black one, a white one, and a gray one. And their names are basically going to be their hexadecimal color. Oh, no. To, to the normies, um, the black one is going to be zero, the white one is going to be Fritz, and the gray one is going to be C- Coco. How is that? Oh, because of all the Fs? Yeah. Fritz is F? I don't know. Yeah, but... All right, so the, the, we've got zero paper. Cs and Fs. Got it. 
but on paper it's going to be their hex code. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to do this with cats, but I, I think it worked better with rats. All what right. Oh, but, editorial yeah. content, Kelly. Move us on. <laughs> um, Sovereign Syndicate deep look from Michael Baker. Um, what is Sovereign Syndicate about? It's like you a. You could cyber... go read about it in this deep look. Yeah. Uh. Set in nineteenth century. You know, looks looks different for sure. Yeah, night. Uh, futuristic nineteenth century. So I I guess gas punk. Yeah. Instead of steampunk. Mm. Um, that gas punk sounds like what I get after Taco Bell. Yeah, same. Um, it's now available for Windows on Steam. Uh, he plays an orphan, drunkard, former street performer, and occasional cut first who um, gets into stuff. So, kind of looks interesting. Um, we've also got an adventure corner from Sam Walker. Uh, she played... My next life as a villainess, all roads lead to doom, princess of the disturbance. Pirates of the disturbance. Uh, pirates of the disturbance, sorry. I so was is this a light out. novel, visual novel thing? It must be. Yeah, yeah, based off of an anime. Oh, goodness. Is it an isekai? Of course it is, right? Oh, it's a girl trapped in an Atome game. Oh, good God. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> All right. She seemed to really like it. I'm sh okay. Good. So if you're looking for that Otome game, there you go. Um, we've also got a preview for the Inquisitor from Ryan Costa. What's the Inquisitor about? It's based off of a Polish book series called The Inquisitor Cycle. Oh, so we got some Eurojank going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah set in, baby. Set in a, in a version of 16th century Europe. Ooh, this looks dark. <laughs> its primary twist uh, from history is that Jesus never died on the cross, but instead went on a violence-filled uh, vengeance against the non-believers. Oh, good God. Okie doke. <laughs> yeah. It's supernatural elements. Yeah, it just looks a little dark for me, but you can check uh, check out the preview on the site. All right. That's what we got. If you have a answer to our question of the week, um, which was the thing about the thing. The um, pre-order bonuses make you uh, not want to yeah. buy the game. What pre-order bonuses made you not buy a game? <laughs> <laughs> you can leave that answer at rpgamer.com. Go to the podcast section, find rpgamer, or rpgcast, and leave it in the show thread. And not buy a game write that down there um I, I think between that and the editorials and uh our new releases i have to ask you all what you're going to play this week kelly uh atelier until like a dragon fair josh banner saga until like a dragon <laughs> <laughs> and i'm going to play path of exile until like a well and past like a drag really just path of exile Oh. I'm getting close. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting there. Like, I feel like the With end's your, in sight. The end is it. The end is near. Mm -hmm. Oh, I should play near. That's a good idea. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, I won't. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I'm shit. more likely to play Pal World than near this week. <laughs> Which at least would be something different, right? 
Let's go farm those Pokemon up before the game gets pulled down. Yeah. Uh, let Why us know you- in the... Oh, go ahead. Why do you think the game is going to get pulled down? Because it's so similar to Pokemon. <laughs> you think the suits I- are going to go at it? Mm-hmm. I do. Vaughn points out that uh, d- that reincarnated as an Atome game, um, she gets reincarnated as the villain of the game, except she doesn't have the villain's personality, so she ends up charming all the game's love interests. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which probably turns the game's heroine into the villain, I assume. <laughs> And Yuna says, and all you do is just play PUE. Yeah, I you're right. It's a failure of mine. I should play something else this week. I will try to do that and fail. Nope, she falls for the main character too. Oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Spoilers. All right. Well, with that, I guess we're gonna say that's it for this week. Um, go kill your Pokemon in uh, Pal World if you if that's your thing. Um, or do whatever it is you're doing as you wait for Like a Dragon, which seems to be the thing everyone cares about right now, right? Yeah. What I care about. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it. We'll see you next week. Until then, stay tuned. Twitch.tv slash RPGamer for more cool content about RPGs. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.